before we actually get into our show today and and um, get into the more lighthearted portions of our show, I, I would be remiss if we didn't at least um, mention the the tragedies and kind of the the horror that happened in Las Vegas on Sunday night um, with uh, more than 50 people that were killed and over 500 people injured. Um, we are a fantasy football show. We're kind of a comedy show. And um, this is not necessarily the place that you want to hear some of this news, but a lot of our thoughts and prayers are over there in in what happened. And um, it's very, you know, difficult to speak about, but um, we just wanted to mention that that's where our mind has been, um, you know, here. And um, Dale, do you have anything that you want to add? Yeah, no, just, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to uh, all the families and friends that were affected by uh, this horrible tragedy. The one thing I do want to add is if you're in the area, um, if you can donate blood, anything that you can do um, to help some of those people. I know we you know, talk about different things all the time, but if you can help and provide any sort of help in that area, please do. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow. The conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be. Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Antique Roadshow of Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Christian Brito. Joining me, as always, on this beautiful podcast is Mr. Dale DeMott. What's up, Dale? That's right, I'm here, and we are the Antique Roadshow of Fantasy Football Podcast because um, I'll guess that, you know, we're not really popular, but you're going to watch us and listen to us. Just because we're on, uh, that's the only time you really ever listen to Antique Roadshow. By the way, fun fact: the guy who hosts Antique Roadshow, his name is Mark Wahlberg. Lucky guy, yeah. huh? That's a fun fact. Yeah. Uh, here's here's what I'll tell you, Dale. You know sure. why we're the Antique Roadshow? Because we people don't really know what we're worth. Yeah, oh yeah, that's better. All Damn right. it. Yeah, that's yeah. oh man, you had that in your back pocket the whole time. Yeah, a little bit. That's good. I like that. That's better than my uh, explanation. Yeah, we are. We're definitely. Uh, we could be worth. Um, I don't know. Twenty five cents. We could be worth a hundred thousand dollars. Um, yeah. And uh, don't forget, if you want to donate a big chunk of change, we're still looking to buy eatnation.com dot com for thirty five thousand dollars. So, for anybody yep. out there, if any, <laughs> uh, if anybody wants to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Anchor, just look for us. We're there. Eat Sleep Fantasy. Eat Sleep FF on Twitter. Um, and Guys, we have a special treat for you today. Uh, our pal, friend of the show, huge helper. Um, he is kind of uh, coming in as a, I don't know, uh, what would you call him, Christian? A producer or, if you want to call him, our behind-the-scenes liaison. Yeah, liaison. You guys say it French. Remember, I... Uh, Austin, Austin's joining us. Thanks for uh, joining us, Austin. He's going to be helping us through the show, um, you know, helping us get stats, 
stuff like that, just the normal stuff. You know, the big shows always have these producer guys who chime in, and we kind of felt sad that we didn't have one. Austin has helped us. He's been listening to us pretty, I think, from day one, if if not day one, at least early, early on. And uh, he's helped us tremendously through um, through our first year. So uh, he's joining us now, and we're happy to have him. He's he's helped behind the scenes this whole season. So right. it's I'm happy to have him on the actual podcast this time. No, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. This is a uh, this is fun. Uh, I'm glad to be a token guy behind the scenes. Yeah. All right. Time to yep. meet your microphone now, Austin. It's uh, it's our show now. Okay. No joking. That was just mean. Um, it was mean, but just know that if you any stats, any information that we're getting, um, you know, if you, if you hear us quote like a certain celebrity's uh, penis is six and a half inches that's that's coming directly from austin yes yeah so like in the middle of the episode if we're talking about penises and i say i need an actor from uh you know you uh i don't know ukraine uh give me his penis size and we get that it's all because of austin and he's saying four and a half yeah it's what he just wrote to us <laughs> in our uh four um, and a half inches guys today kind we of small we are look we're on our shit today um usually we wait wednesdays till we do waiver and of course that is a little late for some people so today we're giving you a treat and we're giving you where wa- waiver wire pickups um a special tuesday edition of it being this early we release our podcast at 6 a.m i don't know how many other podcasts release at 6 a.m that gives you waiver wire advice so i hope if anything uh you're listening to us because of that Hey, I got a question and, for you. Sure. Are you ever awake at 6 a.m.? Never. <laughs> well, my wife tried to get me to wake up early today. Oh, Couldn't do it. <laughs> Just uh, can't. Yeah, no, it's tough. I mean, I have the baby now, and luckily, I don't know how I got so lucky. Um, my baby sleeps from, she goes to bed around 8.30 or 9, and she usually wakes up about 9 a.m. And so, and it's been like that pretty much from day one, so... I'm super lucky to have a baby that doesn't wake up super early because I'm not that person. Uh, Christian, the two things I want to talk about really quick. One, thank you to everybody request. <laughs> One oh, thing, okay. you know, everybody's requesting decals. They are still on their way. I don't know what the holdup is, um, but they. I have been told they've been shipped. So as soon as they come in, guys, I promise I will send them out. I owe a couple T-shirts. Uh, hopefully this week I'll get them sent out. I'm really lazy when I go to the, go into the post office. Oof. Um, but I'll get those. (laughs) That guy waiting for that Russell Wilson helmet waited like a month. Yeah. yeah. The guy just got the Matt Ryan helmet. He was really happy. Um, the guy with hot wife. Uh, also, Ooh, we're bringing back that segment. Oh yeah. yeah. Twitter stalkers. Maybe the end of this episode, if we can find one. Yeah. We're bringing back Twitter stalkers. Stay tuned for the end of the episode. (laughs) And there was one more thing I wanted to talk about, but I already forgot. So we can move on. Uh, was it hashtag five minute member? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. That's exactly what it was. Tell them what five minute member is, Christian. Uh, if you want to participate in being one of our hashtag five minute members, all you got to do is follow us on Twitter. If you reply to a tweet within the first five minutes of it tw- uh, being tweeted, like I'm about to do right now, you are entered into a chance to win whatever the prize is that we're giving away at that time. Usually, it's you know one of our logo T-shirts or something like that. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't tweet yet. What what I envision for this 
is any tweet that we ever send out. It doesn't have to be announcing five minute member. Just any random tweet that we send out. If it's a poll about spaghetti or if it's, you know, about an injury, whatever it is, if you reply to that tweet with hashtag five minute member, you're automatically eligible. Then at the end of the week or at the end of a couple of weeks, I hope at the end of the week, we'll search the hashtags and we'll look for people that have uh, you know, replied within that five minutes and they'll be entered. So it doesn't have to be actually a tweet that says, hey, this is a five-minute member tweet. It's any tweet that we ever put out. So that makes it really important for you guys to turn on the notifications. Every time we tweet, it's a chance to put your name in the hat. And if you put your name in a hat multiple times, that's fine. You're you're in there multiple times. Is that good? Okay. Yep. I am... Uh, I, I, I like it. I think we need to establish first that we have that five-minute member thing going yes, on. Yes, I agree. Okay. So... You know, if we could go back to what the idea was originally, just for just for now, just okay, for this okay. week. Okay, okay. And then okay, starting okay. next week, we'll transition into all of our tweets. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, all right. If I'm gonna I'm gonna make it so that people need to reply within the first five minutes with who they're picking up on waivers this week. Okay, that's all right. fine. All right, all right. Uh, and also, we are um, wait, a five minute member. Shit. There was one more thing, and it wasn't the five-minute member thing, and now it's really bothering me. I'm sorry. We can go okay. ahead. I, I did steal that from Gary Vanderchuk, by the way. He has like a 60-second club or something like that. And we're not we, big enough for that. We're definitely not big enough for a 60-second club. That guy got millions of followers. <laughs> yeah, he does. So five-minute member is good enough for us, <laughs> and uh, I think that's it. Oh, okay. you know what I was going to say? I remember now. And I just want okay. we, we don't have to talk a long time. We're gonna get right into waivers right now. I wanna know, is it a guilty pleasure to like Macklemore? I don't like Macklemore, so I know you don't, but is it a guilty pleasure now? Is it is it to the point where like Um Austin, you can't just say ew into <laughs> in the background. It's really distracting for you to just say ew and nothing else. No, it's fine. I like it. Uh, it's like instant feedback. Um, I love it. Okay, so yeah, I'm loving Macklemore, and I've always liked him. But his new album's pretty good, and I feel like it's a guilty pleasure now. Like I can't, I can't talk about it with everybody. So we're we gonna do this guilty pleasures yeah. of music. I don't know. I just like okay. Macklemore, and I know I knew you didn't like him, but I didn't know if he was guilty pleasure or not. All right. We got well, a lot we of news move. to cover. Let's do a it. A lot of stuff that we need. to I'm write, sorry. I'm sorry, but. Um, I'll just say mine is Post Malone. Okay, that's even worse. Yeah. If you like Post Malone and don't like Malcolm Moore, that's what's wrong with the kids today. How old are I you? I didn't know Post Malone was white, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. You definitely I'm 28. Was... Yeah, see, you're too young to understand. Okay. All right, let's move on. I'm everything that's right with fantasy football. Don't okay. you dare doubt me. Okay. Yeah, we got some pretty quick replies to this. Uh... Also, the guy that says that you should bake your fucking bacon, we'll talk about this at the end. Let's okay. just move on. All right, all right. We let's get into how you cook your bacon. We got to stalk somebody, but let's. All right. <sighs> Can you give me my drop, Dale? Uh, let's do it next episode, please. <laughs> uh, it's I ordered the new cable. Okay, we don't have uh, a, a complete access to drops, but trust me, coming in like 
a week or two, bam, we are going to be high tech, highfalutin, no more bad reviews for us. Let's go. So today, today we're going to be talking about waivers, right? And a lot of that news is going to be paired with who you should pick up or whatever. But there's some other pieces that i got to talk about um, that have come out today that I, that we need to mention. Derek Carr, quarterback for the Raiders, expected to be out anywhere between two and six weeks with a transverse process fracture in his back. I'm going to pretend like I know what a transverse process fracture is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's bad. But it's not going to be two weeks. It's not. You're not going to get out of a back fracture with two weeks. That's all I know about that fracture. Okay. Okay. Think, think stuck. Hey, man. I uh, used yeah. to work in the medical field. Somewhat. This Amari Cooper was pretty much dead, and this just this puts a dagger in him. If only we had a drop to play to go with that. <laughs> Let's go. We're Move a big-time fantasy podcast, and we can't even get drops in. <laughs> That's I'm like telling my you, bread weeks. and butter, oh, dude. I know. Look, two weeks, I'm going to be pushing buttons like crazy. Two Wait, two weeks? No, no, no. Okay, a week or two. Is that better? Wow. Buttons like crazy. I have a whole iPad filled with stuff, and I'm going to be pushing buttons. There's like 50 buttons I can push. I'm going to be going all day. Crazy, In crazy place, stuff. EJ Manuel is set to start. So, Yeah, boo. good luck with that. Yep. Marcus Mariota's day-to-day with a hamstring injury. He seemed fine on the sidelines. Yeah, like, he's, he's going to be know, fine. Yeah, I think he's okay. Thomas Rawls expected to be the favorite to pick up the slack for the running back position for Seattle. I don't believe that, and we'll talk about that when we get into waivers. Okay. Okay? Okay. Um, And that's pretty much it. Uh, there's a lot more specifics that I want to talk about when we get into waivers, like what's going on in, in different backfields, some injuries, um, the Minnesota injury, the Baltimore backfield, uh, Seattle backfield. Those are things that I want to specifically talk about now in the waivers. Okay. All right. All right. Let's do it. Uh, want to get right into the waivers? Yeah. Right before we get into the waivers, though, can you tell me about your bacon cooking experience real quick? <laughs> uh, okay. I'm cooking bacon, feeling like a man. By the way, I, and I tweeted this, cooking bacon is one of the more manly things you can do, right? You can grill. That's definitely up there. Cooking bacon, like, I don't care who you are. If you're cooking bacon, you feel, like, primitive somewhat, you know? You're cooking this pork on the open, you know, skillet. It's splashing everywhere. It's smells, smelling up the house. You know, everybody's waiting for it. It smells so good. And then no matter really how it comes out, you're going to love it. Um, so, it's and then that that's a big positive thing for the bacon. I just said, you feel like a man until you get splattered with the grease, and then you have to, like, you know, walk it off around the kitchen. And I got, I got a few things I want to tell you here. One, you shouldn't be scared of frying your bacon. You need to be a man and just take the, take the wounds that come with the greatness of the salty satisfaction of bacon. Yeah. No, look. Hey, look. I, I'm okay getting splattered every once in a while. That's okay. Oh, but. that sounds, that sounds uh, fun. <laughs> Uh, Can I'll you just... please clip that and save that cut? Of, I'm okay being <laughs> splattered every once in a while. I want to use that for whenever we get our uh, whenever we get our drops in order. Um, uh, I need I need this. This episode is going down as one of the worst episodes of all time. Yeah, but at least you're okay. we we're gonna salvage this. Just trust me. If we get this one little drop from this episode, I'll be worth being it. okay. Yeah, it's worth it. Okay, That's, okay. 
Right. That's one. Two. Um, if you bake your bacon, you I I know it's called bacon, but you're doing something wrong, right? Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, you gotta fry it. You gotta fry your bacon. Yeah, unless uh, yeah, you gotta fry it. Look, I know it's easier to clean up, and you don't get uh, you don't get hit with bacon grease, which is a huge plus. But uh, it's just like taking the easy way out. It's just so much better satisfaction. And then last but not least, what's your opinion on turkey bacon? Uh, do not ever eat turkey bacon. And why is that? Because it's not real. Well, first of all, turkey bacon's pretty bad for you anyways. It's processed turkey, which is worse than processed pork. So just going off that. I don't that, know where you're getting that from. It's a fact. Is that a fact for real? It's a fact. That's not a fact. That's, that's a lie. No, it's a fact. It's not a fact. But, man. Austin, look it up. Okay. Hey, hey we're using Austin thick, now. Austin's going to look it up for us. Triple thick cut bacon. Yeah. Like the one we had in Dallas, dude. Oh, yeah. That was delicious. Oh, man. Yeah. Where can yeah. I get some of that? Uh, probably the butcher. The butcher? Yeah. I don't have like a go-to butcher down here. Yeah. Well, that's one That's one other manly thing you need to do is be, uh, be friends with the butcher. 19 replies on this uh, five-minute member. People are listening. That's great. Uh, within the first five minutes. So... Well, they're not listening. Um, they're one of the. They follow yeah. us on Twitter. They follow us on Twitter. They got that. Uh, they got a one in nineteen shot of winning a shirt, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, but they're right. not. They're probably not listening. All right, so let's go ahead and get into our waiver picks. Uh, we don't have any drops now because Dale is fucking bad at his job. And um, shout out to Stephen. I have no idea how to say your last name. You want to try this, Dale? Uh. Spaca. Spaca. Uh, spec, uh, Spacalelli. Spacoratelli. Spacoratelli. Okay, I'm going to try it here. His Stephen Spacorotelli. Yeah. I'm sorry, dude. I don't know how to say your last name. Hey, it's... I apologize. It sounds like but, a type of noodle. <laughs> Spacorotelli. <laughs> sounds like it would go great with a glass of milk. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, big shout out to him. He, uh, all our writers really help us out on a weekly basis, writing awesome articles, go to eatsleepfantasy.com to follow up with any of these guys. Uh, Steven helped us with our waiver wire picks. Um, you can see a lot more up on the site shortly. Brito, let's get right into it. Okay. All right. So numero, uh, now this is not in order here for me. But this is in the order that it was provided on my sheet. Number one, wide receiver Devin Funches. Okay, <laughs> we saw um, a nice output with the two touchdowns yesterday. Well, two days ago now. By the time you're listening to this, he's about fifty percent owned, depending on the league. Fifty-six percent owned on my document here, so he's still out there in plenty of leagues. What's your uh, Forecast for Devin Funches for the rest of the year. You know, Devin Funches is a faster. Uh, I think he has a longer reach than Kelvin Benjamin. Uh, just more athletic, it seems like on the field. Uh, it's really no surprise that he's been targeted so much, and, that, and especially with the absence of um, Greg Olson. I, I like Devin right. Funches, and I liked him preseason. I really like him now with Greg Olson coming out 
and uh, and it really seems like Kelvin Benjamin is the number two wide receiver on that team. Within the last two weeks, here are here are Kelvin Benjamin's numbers over the last two weeks: twenty-seven targets. You mean Funches? Yeah. What did I say? Benjamin. Go ahead. Funches has been targeted twenty-seven times. Night. Um, 216 receiving yards, two touchdowns in two games. Yep. 70 touchdowns yesterday, um, Sunday. <laughs> 70 yards. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm not okay, man. I'm shook. Austin, please stop. I can't read both what I'm trying to say on air and what you're... Uh, let's okay. go. Let's just move on. I'm so sorry. I, okay, so yeah. Uh, what, what's your thoughts on Devin Funches? I kind of said my he's a solid wide receiver one on that team. If Cam Newton is playing well... Uh, Devin Funches should play just as well alongside of him. It's what Cam Newton are you going to get? Give me another game that shows me Cam Newton is back to quote-unquote normal, and I'll start believing in Funches. Definitely a late waiver wire pick. Uh, I wouldn't be spending my top waiver pick on him, even if I needed a wide receiver. Maybe late, late, late if you have rolling waivers, or hopefully try to wait and get him on free agent after the waiver clears. He's got a pretty good rest of season schedule. Um, I think you can get away with um, some use of him from week to week, but I think it's going to be inconsistent. Now, last three weeks, 68 yards, 58 yards, 70 yards. Um, I think the target numbers are going to stay consistent, Um, but Cam Newton is not consistent enough that those targets will always translate into fantasy points. Yeah, that's why I said he'll go as Cam Newton goes. As long as Cam is playing well, Funches has a great opportunity here. Uh, we just got to see what Cam's going to show up from week to week. Right. Now, if, if yesterday was Cam's, hey, I'm really here, guys, if this was really his game, like he played a horrendous Patriots defense. So if he can keep right. this up, he has Eagles, uh, Lions, Eagles, and Bears coming up. So he has a good chance to show off more... Uh, Show some more right. uh, good fantasy production. Yep. All right. Cool. Next on our list here is Alvin Kamara. I think he, uh, you know, being on the 930 in the morning game from London against Miami uh, really put him in the spotlight for a lot of fantasy and NFL owners that were only watching this game because all, all the games weren't on just yet. And he had five carries for 25 yards, caught 10 balls for 71 yards and a receiving touchdown. And it seemed like he was just the guy in terms of their game plan, um, particularly on the receiving side of the ball, I mean, pretty much just as productive as Michael Thomas was, and then also added in some carries. He's basically their wide receiver 2-3, along with getting an additional 5-6-7 carries a game. It doesn't seem like they want to do anything with Adrian Peterson. Um Right now, 62% owned, but he's still out there in almost 40% of your leagues, guys. So he should be owned in 100% of leagues, and I think he might be even flex-worthy for the rest of the season. Yeah, you know, uh, Kamara, I know he's a little bit bigger than Sproles, obviously, but he's speeding, you know, has really good hands. I'm wondering if Drew Brees kind of feels like, hey, I have this new running back that plays how Sproles used to, that Drew Brees used so well. And so, rest of season, for me, um, 
Kamara is a guy that I, if he was on waivers, which he's not in pretty much any league that I'm in, unfortunately, but a lot of leagues out there, he's still available. Um, unfortunately, they've got a bye in week five, but right after that, they've got Detroit and Green Bay and then Chicago. Matchup sets up pretty favorably for him, and you're talking about a guy who's going to just continue to, I think, get more and more touches as the season progresses. Um whether or not that always translates into uh, a 25-point PPR game like he just had, probably not, but his points and production have increased game over game, and I think a guy that you might you can definitely flex from here on out, especially in a PPR league, uh, I think is Alvin Kamara. So he's the one guy on this list that if he's on your waivers, I would definitely target. I know the, the, there was a lot of injuries. A lot of guys should be popping up. It's not necessarily a strong waiver week for me where I'm immediately targeting all of these guys on this list, but Alvin Kamara is definitely a guy that I would target if he was available. Yeah, I mean, somebody who very possibly can average maybe seven or eight targets a game would make him really valuable in PPR. I mean, just just the volume and, um, you know, uh, opportunity alone, I think he's worth at least rostering. Uh, lot, uh, it's noted that Mark Ingram had 14 attempts for 45 yards last game, and he also caught four balls. So it's yeah. not like Ingram is only carrying the ball and Kamara's only going to be catching it. They're kind of yeah. sprinkling in both of them a little bit. Kamara's a little bit heavier in catching and receiving the ball, and Ingram's going to be a little more heavy uh, running. So we'll see Drop how it all Adrian shakes Peterson out. Peterson is what I will take from this as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If Just Adrian Peterson take- wasn't there at all, it would make it a lot more cleaner to say, Okay, Alvin Kamara is more of a, you know, pass catching back, but with I don't know Peterson there just makes it messy. Right. All right. A little Not bit of surprise. Kind of messy. Just gross yeah. kind of messy. Yeah. A little bit of surprise here. Uh, I think both of us were asked to start a sit-em question on our live show. By the way, Friday we do live shows. If you guys aren't familiar with that, go to eSleepFantasy.com. We have our phone number and where you listen to our live show every Friday night. It's a little bit of a mix between you know some fun and some fantasy. It's kind of our chance to kick back a little bit, talk, take some calls, talk to you guys. So tune in, call us, uh, talk some shit with us. Uh, going back to what I was saying, Will Fuller. Neither one of us were super high on this this uh, this game. Caught four or six targets for thirty five yards and got two. Four of his targets were two touchdowns. Right. This is not, he's not a guy that I'm caring about to add. I think the game script, the Titans defense now for several weeks straight have shown that you can pass all over them. Will Fuller got what? Six targets, like you mentioned, four catches for 35 yards. That's nothing there. That's, that's going to excite me. So yeah, that's it. I got a sneeze and I, I, um, (laughs) Just did a very deep inhale and then held my nose again. This happened on our live show, too. (laughs) Uh, His uh, next matchup is Chiefs-Browns-Seahawks. So he has that one game sandwich in between the Chiefs and Seahawks, which is the Browns. Might be another good game. But let's not pretend that the Houston Texans are going to put up 50 points every week. They're not. There's not that many touchdowns to go around. And no, Lamar Miller is not going to catch two touchdowns a game either. So we can move on. So Speaking on this on the other end, right, because this is not necessarily on our sheet because a lot of people are not out here looking to to add quarterbacks on waivers because most of the time you can just kind of stream your quarterback. They'll be available as free agents. What are you doing with Deshaun Watson? 
because <laughs> five touchdown game um, kind of needs to be yes. looked at. But what what are you doing there? Because 301 yards passing against New England, 283 yards passing with four touchdowns plus an additional rushing touchdown against Tennessee. Yep. Is yeah. this a guy that you're going to trust the rest of the season? Deshaun Watson is now a legit, a very legit streamer. Whereas before, we weren't sure against bad to decent, bad to middle of the road defenses. He is an automatic streamer for me. Okay. So, yeah, I like, I, I mean, regardless who they were playing against, he had some really good passes. He looked really good in the pocket, really good scrambling. I mean, he just played an all-around really good game. So, yes, he is a viable streamer in all leagues. Somebody I want to roster from week to week over, you know, uh, the the perennial top 12 guys who we've been talking about? Probably not. But okay. he's, but he's here's, here's what I will say. Two of these, <laughs> of these two games that he just played, these two monster games he just put up, were against two of the three worst exactly past defenses in terms of fantasy points in the league but i will say this this week coming up week five he plays kansas city the week after that kansas city i wouldn't play him i wouldn't touch him against kansas city but the week after that he plays cleveland which is the third team on that list yep so if you want to roster him not for this week but the week after that where he plays cleveland and it's probably going to go off again might be an option for you uh he's def- he has his buy so if you want him for one week week six go ahead and pick him up yeah no he's definitely an option like i'm saying it, against bad teams he is going to be a top streamer um you know we're, we're talking somebody about that you probably have to because of what happened right now sure i got that you have to pick up now sure right, right um just like for example a lot of people were not believing in uh jared goff right, right. and he's a guy that if you want him even though his his coming up matchups are not great, no. you might have to pick him up now. But again, I probably wouldn't because he's playing Seattle this week, Jacksonville the week after that. Two not so great passing matchups. Right, exactly. Well, we'll see what uh, Todd Gurley has. Uh, just going off a little tangent, I think it might be a uh, sell high scenario for Todd Gurley. But we'll talk about that maybe in tomorrow's show. Look- I already said that. <laughs> Todd Gurley. Is this is your time to sell Todd Gurley? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's get straight to Jerron Brown. Uh, he is owned in eight percent of leagues, which is pretty surprising. I think he's done pretty well so far, especially in PPR formats. In weeks two through four, Brown has seen twenty nine targets. What are you doing with Jerron Brown? Is is he somebody that uh, you're getting excited about? Uh I'm not getting excited about Jerron Brown. Yeah. Um, the only thing that excites me about Jerron Brown is that his schedule continues to be good. They just played San Francisco. He had eight catches. 12 targets was a mighty fine number, and I think that's that's the pretty part. But maybe the schedule is what might entice me because Philadelphia, Tampa Bay, those are some pretty good matchups coming up that he might be worth picking up. But his his snap percentage is actually gone, was was pretty low. Yesterday played on 53 of the 86 offensive snaps, but still got 12 targets. So he's a guy that I'm not excited about, but if I need to roster him, I will. Yeah. 
I agree. I, he's he's a solid guy. Maybe your fifth wide receiver on your team or something. Um, but it's just this this Cardinals passing game. Cardinals in general are. I'm not going to invest any money or time in. It's just it's Fair a enough. it's a mess. Uh, the O line is pretty bad. Um, there are other weapons there that might make it even more inconsistent because you really you, you want to like Jerron Brown, but then it becomes a JJ Nelson game. You want to like Jerron Brown, and it comes a, it becomes a Larry Fitzgerald game. Yeah. And then you know th- those guys are out for some reason, and all of a sudden John Brown is back in the picture. And so then, it's like, and then Carson Palmer throws four interceptions that game. <laughs> right. Exactly. So. <laughs> Uh, and then gets sacked 800 times. <laughs> exactly. So it's it's hard to bet on anybody on the Cardinals' offense. So It's going right. to be so inconsistent that even if they at the end of the season he ends up being a top 36 wide receiver, I don't want to bother with it. All right. I really don't. This next so guy. He's on our list, but he's there as kind of a, you know, you're in a deeper league and you need a, you need a dart throw. Yeah. The guys we're talking about are guys you should know about. Whether or not you're going to actually put them on your roster, that's up totally up to team needs. Um, some of these guys, even if they're top priority, it might not be your team need, and it might not be worth it for you. So, uh, This next guy caused a lot of contention in our private chat, Elijah McGuire. Armando mentioned him briefly at the very end of an episode. I think the last one that Armando was on. I took that, did some research, kind of ran with it, and proclaimed uh, my crush. I, I wouldn't say love. I kind of had a crush. Him. Yeah, 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 exactly. I, I Facebook stalked him a little bit. Elijah no, not McGuire. That. The, the Facebook thing where you took someone else's idea, made it your own. Oh, yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> and popularized it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I winkle bossed him. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm really surprised you knew that name. I am too. I'm really bad with that stuff, and I'm su- really surprised that was. Uh, I'm on actually top of my kind head. of proud of you. <laughs> All right, so Elijah McGuire, New York Jets, he had a huge, I think it was a 60 or, yeah, I think a 69-yard touchdown. Yeah, it was a 69-yard touchdown that he ran. Um, He had two receptions for almost 40 yards. All this because Matt Forte was out. If Matt Forte comes back, mm, I'm not sure how much value he's going to have. He's very talented. It's obvious he's very talented. He has breakaway speed. Mm Mm-hmm. What what are, what are your thoughts on Elijah McGuire? Here's my here's my thoughts. Okay, he was only in the game because Matt Forte is inactive. On top of that, he's only actually playing because Bilal Powell is so winded from running all over the place in that game <laughs> that McGuire's getting just leftover scraps. Now, he did great with his ten carries. 93 yards giggity 69 yard touchdown also adding those two catches that you mentioned but i don't think once matt forte is healthy that he's really going to be getting enough work to warrant you know anything outside of that now i think it's a mistake to put matt forte in the game maybe maybe they get clearer heads in new york and actually start um, not start, but um, activate McGuire every week and play him instead of Forte. But uh, sometimes it doesn't work out to that script, and I- I'm not trusting him, um, especially on a very poor offense that from week to week, I don't think any of these pieces are really worth starting outside of Bilal Powell. Yeah, and not, just to mention, uh, thanks to Austin, uh, 
telling us uh, Browns, Pats, Finns is his upcoming schedule. That's uh, that's pretty good running game schedule. Yep. So. For Bilal Powell. <laughs> it is, after all, the Bilal Powell show, which had high ratings, really high rating, ratings this, his premiere week. Yeah, a little disappointing with the uh, Too Many Cooks in the Kitchen only getting a uh, 4.2 on the... Uh, <laughs> too Many Cooks in the, the Kitchen way. was a total flop. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, Bilal Powell show is definitely going to be following American Idol. All right, that's a little. I was trying to think of a pun for a total flop. Oh yeah, but I couldn't do it. No, disappointed. Food based pun. Yeah, Yeah. it was a total flap, Jack. (laughs) All right, next guy. I'm not really. I I don't want to talk about this next guy. Honestly, this is the wrong guy on this list. Well, speaking of food, okay, Eddie Lacy. (laughs) All right. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I made a joke today that I wouldn't waste W-A-I-S-T a waiver pick on Eddie Lacy. Yeah. Uh, unfortunate for Chris Carson, who's carted off the field. Man, it sucks because he had he had a future. And now we might not even hear about Chris Carson ever again, unfortunately. Like, oh, yeah. it has to be a good opportunity, like a perfect opportunity for him to even be. It just sucks. It sucks for him. Uh, it was his chance to really be something. Rawls is still there. CJ CJ Procise is still there, but we're talking about Eddie Lacy here, who had 52 yards on 11 carries against the Colts. I'm okay. I'm not impressed. It's going to be a shit storm regardless. This O line is a shit storm. Yeah. Well, I, okay. He's I dropped him, and I'm okay keeping him where he is. Okay, I will say this. Okay. You know who I think is going to be the biggest beneficiary of in the coming weeks? Who? J.D. McKissick. Okay, why? Because he is the guy, well, we'll see what happens with ProSize, that really was playing the combined role of what you expected for ProSize and Rawls. He's the guy who looked explosive, like he was shot out of a cannon, like I can't remember who the announcer was for the game, said on his touchdown run. Um the Seahawks are going to try to give the work not to Eddie Lacy, not to McKissick, but to beat up Thomas Rawls. And then they'll figure out very quickly that Thomas Rawls is the worst running back in the NFL. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. Thomas Rawls is the worst running back in the NFL. Yeah. And so they'll figure out, okay, maybe we should try this J.D. McKissick guy. Would you take? We'll see pro, what happens. Would you take Prosize? Prosize is healthy. If Prosize comes back and he's healthy, that's going to blow up everything I just said because he'll get on the field instead. Yeah. Okay. I actually like CJ Prosize. Going back to last year before he got injured, uh, I was on the CJ Prosize train. I remember. Uh, I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. But- I think it's a worthy train, but I also think that he's one of the more oft injured and likely yes. to get injured players, and in, you know, on that team. And I don't know when he'll be back, but once he gets back, it's going to be every week worrying whether or not he'll be injured. And he's also not going to get enough work to be valuable for me. This backfield is is going to be a mess. There's going to be from week to week somebody that's going to be good. I think somebody will emerge, just like Chris Carson did. But at the beginning of the season, I, I didn't put my chips on Chris Carson, and it was very few people that did. Right. Now, going forward, if I had to bet on someone, I'm going to bet on J.D. McKissick just because I've seen everybody else in this offense, and they look poor. Yeah. 
and the one guy that looked good on limited touches was him and so and i just smacked the crap out of my cup so i'll let you take over while i make sure that i didn't spill everything uh yeah i agree with everything christian said did you really no to be honest i kind of toned you out towards the end so i'm not really sure what you were saying but i I got your point i got your point okay so you don't agree you want who do you want in this backfield anybody no lacy's 25 percent owned mckissick is zero percent owned do you want anybody here no. No thanks. I don't even like JD McKissick as an upside. I think there's I think there's other running backs with more upside than McKissick who has to battle through four running backs to get a job. Right. But hey, also, all, all these right. all these guys are could be injured next week, so. Yep. There's you're right. There's very little um, upside here. The Seattle running game is not good anyways to begin exactly. with. Exactly. Let's even if McKissick was awesome. Let's say he was awesome. Not only does he have to battle through two other running backs, but then he has to battle through an offensive line that can't help him. So, all right, let's talk about Jarek McKinnon here. Uh, we all know Cook was is out for the season, which blows. Man, he was playing right. so well, and he yep. he really has a bright future in the NFL, hundred um, percent. With him being gone, though, we're looking at either Jarek McKinnon or Latavius Murray. Jarek McKinnon. Right. Let's see, is owned in 3% of leagues right now. Right. And he had two carries for zero yards. Yeah. I was last, I think it was last year, I was really impressed by McKinnon. He has awesome uh, combine numbers, <laughs> which got me really excited. I think his hands are like double the size or like in the you know 99th percentile or whatever it is. Um, and he has amazing athletic ability, very fast, cuts very fast. It's just not translating into being a very good running back. On the other hand, Latavius Murray, uh, who is now saying that he's completely healed from his ankle injury, uh, should see some of the should see some of the work and definitely vulturing some touchdowns and getting goal line work. Completely healed is a very weird way to put it. Did I say that? Yeah, no, but oh, so yeah. did he. Yeah, yeah, it's right, a very right. weird way to put it. Yeah. It's like he went to go see, like, I don't know, some sort of priest, and he's completely healed. Yeah. Yeah, he just he's it's not uh, it's just not looking good for him. I don't like so, I don't like McKinnon. I will take Latavius Murray if if unowned. I think Latavius Murray, out of all the guys we talked about, probably has the biggest upside just because that offense looks like it could do something and really help the running game. Although if you look at Latavius Murray with a very good O-line in Oakland last year, didn't do much. I'm not sure what he's going to do against an O-line that has improved from last year, but not nearly as good as what Oakland was. I will correct what you said earlier. Um, The Latavius Murray quote was that he's not completely healed and that he, he still felt like he was dealing with soreness from his surgically repaired ankle. Um, I think that today he came out and said he was, but Okay. That was this morning from um, St. Paul Pioneer Press Report from Chris Thomason. Okay, very good. I misread. Thank you for you catching go. me on that. That's what, I just own you on Mike? No, that's what good teamwork is about. All right. You just missed the not on there. I got so. you. I thought he, I thought he said he was, but I was. I actually read the article or read the headline. I didn't read the article. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> but I read the headline. And uh, now, I think. I think the guy to own in this backfield for me is clearly Latavius Murray. Yeah. I don't think it's McKinnon's job 
even if Murray is a little banged up. Um, I don't think either one of these guys is a good running back, but they paid Latavius Murray three years, $15 million to come to their team in March. The only reason that he didn't get some of this work is because he was still banged up and because Dalvin Cook is a fucking monster. Yeah. Well, not literally. Did I say literally? No, I'm just clarifying because you fact-checked me, so I'm fact-checking you. It came out this morning that Delvin Cook is actually not a monster. He said it's 12 hours ago he said that. Okay, that was pretty good. All right, let's move on. Um, but Latavius Murray, he's not he's he's about 50% owned. Unfortunately for me, he's gone in all the leagues that I don't have him. Um, I have him in a couple of leagues just because I felt maybe at some point he comes back and Cook something happens to Cook cuz Cook's actually been injured a lot in his career. Uh, one of the knocks on him coming out of college. And so here comes Latavius Murray. I think maybe not this week, maybe not in week six against Green Bay, but for the rest of the season after that, he'll plot his way into fantasy production because Minnesota's offense doesn't look bad and they run the ball a lot. Yep. No? No, I 100% agree with you. I don't know if you're listening to me anymore. I am. I'm not droning that much. <laughs> no. Do we need to like I, no, time I out listening. on the waivers? Okay. No, okay. no, no. I get shit. Let's I, time out on the waivers. Let's stalk someone on Twitter real quick. Christian, I am listening to you, and I agree with you. You're hitting all the spots. We I mean, we we've, we kind of talk about this That's stuff on off air. Anyways, and so like, yeah, I get you. Oh, we're good. It really bothers me that every time I go to our fantasy page on Twitter, it just fucking has pictures of your poorly cooked bacon oh yeah you like that hey wait hold wait. on it's not clean i mean it's not I'm clearly sorry. cooked and bat poorly cooked what are you talking about you think that's you think that's not a good uh bacon job i just called austin wade <laughs> that's awkward uh look when i cook bacon my wife likes bacon crispy i like it kind of like medium so I cook it from all different ranges. The first batch is a little, you know, a little soft. Second batch is a little firmer, and the last batch is crispy. So I have to arrange it like that. So yes, there's some that maybe look like medium. There's some soft spots, but there's all definitely some crunchy ones. Okay. Anyways, um, we just got a tweet within while you were saying that from uh, from a guy named Colin. And he said, I cooked bacon naked once. Once. <laughs> so, there's that. Um, so, before we move on, I would like to give out our five-minute member shirt. Okay. That we're going to give away. I um, wanted to give it to somebody that replied really quickly. So, let's see here. Uh Who's this? Uh, I want to make sure that we haven't like given him stuff before. Uh, Paul. Oh, never mind. He's a Florida State Seminole fan. Boo. Do I still give him the shirt? Uh, I clicked on this page and it's a big banner. <sighs> Paul Higgins. Do we give him a prize? It's a gigantic banner of a. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mark actually said somebody that we just talked about. Your guy, McKissick. That might be a good five-minute member. And I Mark is very active with us, too. Mark Anderson? Mark Anderson. 
he 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 does a lot of golf course uh maintenance i do follow now i feel bad for this paul higgins guy if he's listening he paul's not if paul is listening i promise i'll i'll send you an extra shirt i promise paul's not probably not listening though. all right here's here's what we're doing then okay okay we will give this shirt to mark anderson who we know is a loyal listener and tweeted out mckissick yes however if paul higgins <laughs> is listening and you tweeted us and all you gotta say is i was listening we'll give you a prize as well yeah Okay. Fair He's, enough. He probably wasn't. And nobody, hey, I don't want you guys going out looking for Paul and then telling him to write that so we have to give a free shirt. These shirts cost money, man. We're in a negative as a podcast. <laughs> That's why we have so many free shirts. Because... So much. <laughs> we order too many shirts. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how to run a business. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, congratulations, Mark. Uh, should I go ahead and like and tell him? Uh, We'll welcome up. Did 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 Austin just tell us they're gonna be grounded for telling on us? <laughs> Austin, <laughs> I think Austin's so. such a dad. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're grounded. How do you do that? You block them on Twitter. That's how you ground them. <laughs> We're not grounding anybody, man. Mark is a Michigan State fan. Who? Okay, you know what? Let's do this. Let's. Um, I I'm I'm, I I'm DMing all- Mark right now. That's fine. Slide into those DMs. I have written here on this paper for things we need to do during today's show. Giveaway shirt and stalk someone on Twitter. That's all I have written down. <laughs> I don't have anything else written. Your sheet is like just full of game notes. It's got, you know, <laughs> McGuire, McKissick, Fuller, Funches, Kamar, everything we just talked about. My sheet says giveaway shirt, stalk someone on Twitter. <laughs> All right, let's let's finish up some waivers and then we'll uh, stalk somebody on Twitter. How about that? Yeah, but it's gonna be Paul Higgins. It's gonna be this fucking no, no, no. fan here. I think it needs to be Mark because Mark, I think, actually listens to us. I don't. Well, okay. I, I never seen Paul's name, so I don't know if he's just a follower or a listener. Fine. Mark has some good stuff. He ha- his Mark's profile picture is of him walking along the beach, and it's just his back, and he's walking. We've talked about beach. Mark before. He's the guy that I have the bet that uh. That Dez is going to score double-digit touchdowns this year, and then oh, if yeah. I lose, I have to do the uh, oh. the fantasy loser tattoo, the butterfly tattoo on oh, my okay. lower back. Okay, okay, okay. I'm really disappointed that Dez started that game out so strong and didn't score. <laughs> All right. Anyways, Feeling less less confident about that, but yeah. Let's talk about the next waiver wire guy. Tattoo. Another guy that I, I guess the next two guys I'm pretty excited about. Well, no, I take that back. This guy I'm not excited about. Donta Foreman. I hate saying his name to begin with. It's very. It's more like Deontay Foreman. I don't even know how to say it, but it's annoying. It, he feels. He feels his name feels like. It's like a, a bargain bin, like made in China version of Devonta Freeman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like somebody just <laughs> fucked up on the name, and it just says Deontay Foreman yeah, instead yeah, of Devonta yeah. Freeman. Yeah, he is in the uh, at the outlet stores for sure. <laughs> Um, yeah, so thirteen it, carries for forty-five yards, though. Look, he is a solid handcuff to Lamar Miller. I think right. it's obviously still Lamar Miller's job getting a ton of carries in that offense. Lamar Miller's right. proving his worth in the air game as well, and a game, and a game that the Texans had early on from you know halftime on, pretty much. Yeah, Foreman got some carries, thirteen for forty-five, like you said. But I won't. I won't expect 
that's a lot of carries. But he is a solid yeah. backup, and he's a solid handcuff. And if you have this Lamar is... Miller, if you need Lamar Miller on your team, you're going to need De- Deonta Foreman. Right. The only reason why Foreman got 13 carries is because this game was a blowout. Yeah, that's what I just said. That's it? Yeah. I don't think he's going to get 13 carries again this year. Yeah, I just said that. I'm joking. Um, I'm messing with you. I'm sorry. Um, He's pretty low on my list of ads. Like, pretty low. Like I said, unless you have Lamar Miller and you're seeing all these injuries around, don't be that guy that doesn't pick up. Now, if you have other, you know, more valuable running backs like Le'Veon Bell or somebody, get their handcuffs. But what the fuck is going on? I feel like we're on the same wavelength when I'm literally just about to talk about James Conner and he's not even on our show sheet. Were you just about to talk about James Conner? I was. All right, I, let's go. I think James Con- James Conner is impressive and he's a very good running back on a on a right. good team that likes to run the ball. If anything yep. happens to Le'Veon Bell, it's James James Conner show definitely after yep. uh So if we're if yeah. we're talking about just handcuffs, deeper stashes, Deontay Foreman would be third on my list after James Conner, backing up Lev Bell, whose Lev Bell is starting to crank it up right now. He is. And Jalen Richard. Interesting enough, it seems like he's going to be the number two running back in Oakland. And I think they're going to try to run the ball more. I don't think Lynch makes it through this season healthily. Healthy? Healthy? <laughs> healthy? healthy, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Okay, but um, Jalen Richard. I think has overtaken Washington as the number two in that backfield. So I also um, hate Jalen Richard's name. It feels like it should be Richard. Yeah, it is Jalen Richard, but it's Richard. Yeah, I know. It's like um, when uh, Steve Urkel turned into Stefan Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> like, like all of a sudden he's not Jalen Richard. He's Jalen Richard. <laughs> Are we just going to do this thing where we make fun of people's names? Because I got something for Fozzie Whitaker real quick. <laughs> Nothing? All right. All right. Um, let's go talk about Alex Collins, another very talented running back who had nine carries for 82 yards against the Steelers last week, or this week, I guess, week four. You get what I'm saying? I think he is the second or third most. If Latavius Murray and Alvin Kamara are already owned in your leagues, which in a lot of leagues they are, then Alex Collins would be the guy that I would I would maybe waste a waiver on or put 10 or 15 bucks on on this uh, very frustrating but occasionally fruitful Baltimore Ravens backfield. Yeah, uh, exactly. You're exactly right. Do you like who's who's your favorite runner in this backfield? Uh, prior to this week? Yeah. <laughs> Javorius Island. Yeah. Now. And now. Alex Collins. <laughs> Alex Collins ran well. Um, He's averaging 7.8 yards carry. I mean, that's a little skewed. I mean, he doesn't have a big resume right now. He did have a 50-yard run. So, I mean, let's not, let's not skew the numbers too much. But still, I think he's a good runner. I'm not in love with Terrence West. I never have been. I think Terrence West has always been middle of the road. I think Alex Collins right. can be a guy beyond that. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yep. I think he's worth moving stash. forward. I think Alan's call Alex Collins is a great stash. I'm not giving up on Buck Allen just yet, but I would go ahead and drop Terrence West because I think he's useless. 
You think so? Okay. Useless. Terrence West is useless rest of the season. Yeah. He did have 80 yards last game. He's useless. And a touchdown. Okay. All right. Uh, if you're looking for tight ends, a lot of people were really heavy, leaning heavily on, leaning heavy, leaning on Austin Ferry and Jenkins of the New York Jets. Uh, he had a pretty okay. decent game, caught nine of his 10 targets for 77 yards. I mean, these Jets, this Jets offense needs as much help as they can get, and ASJ has proven he can be a pretty reliable hands in the middle Did of the Did you field. say Terrence West had 80 yards, by the way? You mean in week one? I didn't. What did he have last week? Four carries for negative seven yards. Are you sure? I'm positive. Austin, look, check that up. If the what week one is where he had all his work, nineteen carries, I think he had a t- yards. Did he not have a touchdown? He did not have a touchdown. Okay. He hasn't. He scored in week one and week two. Okay. Right. Um, My bad. He had negative one point seven yards per carry. Okay. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you. I do. I played fifteen percent of snaps, eleven snaps, four touches. Okay. Terrence West is useless from here on out. Okay. Fair enough. All right, so a- ASJ. You made me question myself, Austin. <laughs> ASJ. Throw you out there. <laughs> uh, Austin is helping us out, by the way, in the background. <laughs> said I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I'm just, I got it. I got it. I get on Dale's case, but now it's fun. I can get on two different people's cases. All right. But just don't do it to me because I don't react well. No, he doesn't. Uh, you, Yeah, you need to learn how to be in the public more often, Brito. I noticed somebody said, like, I hope you're okay. And then, like, you didn't say, like, thank you or I appreciate your thoughts. You said, like, yep, or something like that. <laughs> so really? Yeah, I'm not good with stuff like that. I I really do appreciate it. Like, I'm, yeah, I yeah. sincerely appreciate no, I, I think, it, but I don't know how to react. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how to take criticism either, at least according to my wife. <laughs> I got you. All right. So, Austin Severian and Jenkins, I still don't believe in the New York Jets offense at all. Regardless mm-hmm. of how, I mean, I guess they need to pass to somebody. If you need a deep tight end, he's an option. Huh. He's currently. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. If you need a deep tight end. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. He's owned in less than 20% of leagues. Uh, he plays Cleveland, uh, New England, and Miami. Those are some. Really good matchups. It's sad that Miami's on the list of starting guys. Yeah. Miami is probably one of the worst offenses in football, but let's move on from that. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Can't score zero points against the Saints. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a pretty bad it's Horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> All right. All right. Are you really wanting Austin Safari and Jenkins because he had four catches? Uh, is it just matchup based? Well, in the last two weeks, he he's had t- nine out of ten, caught nine out of ten. So, I mean, mm-hmm. if look, they need people to catch Produced the ball. Three point one and four point six fantasy points. If look, there isn't a for a deep tight end. Yes. If you're looking, I think it's you're just looking at. Okay, he's playing Cleveland. He's playing New England. He's playing Miami. Some great tight end matchups. But outside of that, I mean, you're just kind of hoping for five for 50. Right. And don't forget, he plays on the Jets. Look, I'm not trying to sugarcoat it. I think this is much more meaningful for Robbie Anderson as a guy that you can flex for the coming weeks. 
than it is for Austin Safarian Jenkins. Perhaps. Fair point. You're on your game today, man. I love it. I think you might even be able to roster Jermaine Curse for the next three weeks based on that schedule. Okay. By the way, um, I am up in our league of record. I am up by seven points. I was up by seven and a half points, non-PPR. And I just, and the guy's playing Tyreek Hill. So I need to make sure Tyreek Hill does not get 75 yards or a touchdown. Right now he has 23 in the third quarter. So if you're listening to this and you know I won, um, you can clap for me. And if I lost, you can feel bad for me. But right now I still have hope. Should I have hope that Tyreek Hill is going to end with less than 75 yards and no touchdown? Um... If if you if you were betting halfway man, through look, the third quarter right. and it's a fourteen ten game and they're winning, yeah, yeah, I think you have hope, especially since I mean Travis Kelsey one hundred and one yards and a touchdown through two quarters basically. That's amazing. I'm gonna win. I won my SFB league because of him. I am winning our league of record basically because Travis Kelsey is a beast. Yeah, yeah. All right, Christian, that provided some really good waiver wire tips nobody cares that you're winning austin <laughs> austin just typed to us i'm winning too <laughs> i love this i love him being like behind the glass here it makes it makes uh it makes the show just a little more interesting i love it <laughs> uh oh by the way i do want to give a shout out to our buddy al roker uh, i know that's his name and i forget his real name but i'm gonna call him al roker he finally beat eat sleep fantasy in the listener league uh eat sleep fantasies now three and one because of him so congratulations to good old weatherman al roker it's really i it could be the real al roker we don't really know that we could be playing fantasy football with al roker i uh it's really weird because every time he offers me a trade he says what's happening in your neck of the woods that was weird you, so you don't um, you don't get Al Roker jokes. Forget it. Do you even know who Al Roker is? Yeah, he's the weatherman. Okay, and he always says, "Here's what happened in your neck of the woods." That was a good joke. He's, you did not give me credit for that joke. He's the guy that um, the weather guy from Family Guy is based off. Yeah, of. right, right, right. Yeah. It's gonna rain. <laughs> that guy, exactly. <laughs> Man, I was really sad about my just disgustingly bad running backs in SFB on my bench. Um. Because they were like I was, but SFB it's like twenty five rounds. But my bench running backs are ugly. It's like Eddie Lacy, Latavius, Latavius Murray, Wendell Smallwood. Suddenly they all have value again. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I did want to mention Wendell Smallwood here. I know you didn't want to talk about him, but uh, I think he's a worthy uh, potential add in a deeper league, and he's he's out there in a lot of leagues. So what's wanna... what's his uh, Austin? Can you give us his uh, ownership? I I believe Wendell Smallwood is owned. In a lot of leagues, and so is LeGarrette Blunt. What do you think about LeGarrette Blunt moving forward? Let's talk about this backfield really quick. LeGarrette uh, Blunt. LeGarrette Blunt's going to be solid. I think he is running really um, well. And I said this last last week. I mean, watching him week three, I thought he really had a lot left in his tank, and it was looking really good. Um, he showed it again this week. Moving forward, I mean, Smallwood looked good too, though. Like caught four balls for forty five yards. Um, the rushing yards per carry weren't great, 3.4 yeah. yards an attempt, but added a touchdown on top of that. He's like the change of pace gap back, and it seems like they're finally going to hit their rhythm where most of the work's going to Blunt. Blunt looks decent, and Smallwood is the the clear 
backup and, you know, the lead backup behind Blunt. Right. Smallwood's owning 59% of leagues in, in Yahoo leagues, at least. So. And then one more guy I think we're forgetting about because of the Thursday night games. Um, Ty Montgomery, we don't know his status just yet, but it looks like he's gonna he might miss some time with a, a rib injury. Um, Jamal Williams is also hobbled, so maybe throw a couple bucks out there for Aaron Jones. Might get a starting running back for a few weeks for practically nothing. Who? Aaron Jones. Who? Mike Jones. <laughs> What happened Aaron to Mike Jones. Jones? He was really popular for like a summer, and I never heard of back from. What happened to Little Wayne? He just kind of fell off. Yeah, he did. I nope. really liked Little Wayne. I don't think nobody cares about Little Wayne anymore. It's all about Macklemore now. That's what. They, oh God. What okay, so uh, let's stalk this guy on Twitter. Okay, uh, we are ready. Yeah, we're going to talk about uh, Mark. Mark Anderson. Mark Anderson. If you want to uh, tweet at Mark Anderson. Oh, that's um, good. Oh yeah, let's have can, let's have our followers tweet at him. Just just send him really weird pictures for no reason. Of uh, not not inappropriate, not inappropriate pictures. No, no, no. Just like yeah, yeah. It's just like a picture of like a French fry for some reason, or like a, why is a French fry the first thing that came to my head? I got some serious eating issues. Um, but at Anderson T nine X. That's Anderson, the letter T, the number nine. The letter X yeah. at Anderson T nine X. Yep, he posts a lot of uh, uh, he has a lot of hijinks along the golf course because he works on the golf course. Um, so I think that's pretty interesting. And then he so posts he's pictures real quick. Yeah, he has some good. Uh, he has one tweet that says morning vibes, and then oh, and then he let's see, he tweeted at a Twitter page that posts pictures of skies. That's weird, Mark. That's a little weird. Um. His birthday is March 17th. Mm-hmm. So, oh, his birthday's coming up. Maybe we should, we should send him a shirt for his birthday then. Anyways, Mark, um, your profile picture. Let's see. You're, okay, hold on. First of all, there's a huge problem here, Mark. This is the biggest problem out of it all. You're on the beach wearing sneakers. High tops at that. That's a big no-no. And then, did you have somebody take your picture? While you're walking on the beach away from the camera? Christian? Um, Are you okay? Yeah, I'm just going through his you? He's got a lot of <laughs> GIFs on here. It's kind of weird. Okay, well, that makes really a bad radio. <laughs> Why is uh, every other picture a golf course? Because Also, like, take better care of this golf course. It's like the grass is dying. That's like the struggle on golf courses. It doesn't look very good. I think you kind of suck at your job, Mark. I think, uh, I bet you Mark is actually, Mark seems like he's the guy, he's like the slacker on the golf course. I bet you he's like the second guy in charge, the first guy in charge is never there, and then Mark is there, and then Mark just doesn't do his job, and then he has all the grunts working under him, doing his work. There's an excessive number of pictures of this golf course. Yeah, well, that's his work. And he lives in Seattle. I, I, I can't imagine people wanting to golf in Washington. Uh, yeah, he has one picture that says a first mo. First of the new heads in. Oh my god, dude, you got to get a better Twitter. He has picture of leaves on the golf course, just telling people to look at the leaves. And then he has a picture of please repair ball marks. Let me check out some Mark, of his followers. Mark, He's Mark. got 172 followers. 
Okay, I'm done with this already. Yeah. You want to move on? Okay. Mark. Mark. I am. I kind of almost want to rescind your t-shirt. <laughs> uh, Twitter profile is weak, man. He's going to wear a t-shirt with a flannel shirt over it to work, I bet. I bet you he wears flannel shirts to work every day because he's from Seattle. You got a problem with flannel shirts, bro? <laughs> uh, Mark, actually, uh, he looks pretty good in his flannel shirt, but most people, you just look like a lumberjack. Nobody wants to look like a lumberjack. Got a weird picture of a cucumber here. What are you doing with that cucumber, Mark? Uh, he's probably uh, making some salad. It says hashtag dicks everywhere. <laughs> All right. So we can move on. Mark, you, right. you want a t shirt? I hope you're happy with that. All right. Um, Dale, I did really well on draft this week. How, uh, both do? of the drafts that we did live on air, I, w- I got first place in both of those. Oh, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> so if you guys want to keep giving me your money, <laughs> you won a good week. You know what? I had an awesome week that first week and bam, I lost it all in X. <laughs> That's the way they get you. I, um, I was middle of the road. I didn't this play week. in enough leagues. Um, I was only in five this week. I was in 10 last week. If I had played in 10 this week. I wouldn't be here today. I'd be just collecting my winnings somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Gambling my winnings. <laughs> I think I played in six or seven, and I won. I hand like maybe two or three of them, I think. And I, I'm gonna pump I, these numbers I broke, up. Yeah, I broke even. These are rookie numbers. All right. So if you want to follow us on on draft and um, well, the draft, what, what tell people what draft is for people that don't know. Okay. So join us on draft. You can download the app at any time. Just search for draft in the app store. Uh, it's basically a fantasy football draft that you can do in just a few minutes. It's daily fantasy, but where you draft the players. You, If I want um, Julio Jones, I don't have to worry about 10,000 other people with the same exact player because I now drafted him in a snake draft, but in daily fantasy. It, it combines the best part of fantasy football, the draft, into daily fantasy football. So if you want to play against us, we're doing drafts all the time. I kind of want to do this thing where there's a day where I'm drafting once every hour and I'll let everybody know and you guys can get in some leagues with us. Um, if you want to follow us, use promo code EATSLEEVEFANTASY. You'll get a free entry into a draft. Uh, I think it covers a $3 draft. Um, so promo code EATSLEEVEFANTASY. You can follow Dale at ESF Dale. You can follow me at ESF Brito. I love it. It's probably my favorite thing that's come out fantasy football-wise in a long time, I genuinely yeah. love the app yeah, and use it all the time. Every time my daughter falls asleep, like if she takes a nap or something, like the first thing I do is like, okay, let's me, let me do a draft. <laughs> and so that's There's like, no way you were only in six or seven leagues, by the way. I got so many <laughs> notifications that said Dale well, my, is live on a draft yeah, now. Yeah, my, uh, my phone's dead, but uh, I don't think I had any more than 10. <laughs> Okay. And I think well, I let's won. Ask your wife about how many deposits yeah. he made she, in PayPal. In draft. For some reason, she gets my notifications. On, I don't know if we said this on air or not, but she gets my no. notifications. For some reason, I have no clue how she started getting my notica- notifications for a PayPal account. But she texted me one day and she she said, "Geez, how many draft deposits did you make?" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um. Anyways, it's a it's a fun app to play and definitely follow us. ESF Dale, ESF Brito, and um. Brito, is there anything else you want to talk about today? It's a pretty good size episode uh, right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got some uh, some deep tight ends. Yeah. Got some bacon. Some splattering. Okay. Ooh, can you please get me that clip? Uh, you're gonna please have to do that yourself. Just send it to me. 
I don't. Okay, send me your audio file, please. Thank you. Uh, for uh, don't. By the way, don't forget follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Anchor. Don't forget about Anchor. We've been talking about that a lot. And uh, big thanks to Austin for joining us behind the glass. And wait, we got to call like something like he's in the. Uh, we got to call where wherever he is. We got to say where he is. We got to come up with a good name for that. It, something more creative than behind the glass, like in the bubble. Not the Matrix, Austin. Austin. Jesus Christ, you're bad at this. <laughs> uh, Austin wants to say that he's in the Matrix. We'll think about something better than that. Um, for Christian Brito and Austin and myself, Dale, thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. Woo. Uh-huh. Eat, sleep, fantasy.